One, two, that's better. G'day, mate. How you going? My goodness. Rachel and I have just come out of a full war zone and it's called Italian traffic. My goodness. Who's ever driven in Italian traffic? Yeah, you definitely start to think about getting rosary beads and <clears throat> no, pretty hectic time. So we're gonna receive our offering. And uh, it's a bit weird holding a microphone and talking. I'm not used to it. Sort of haven't been in church for a while, so I'm just coming out of a backslidden state. I'm sure you'll forgive me. Um, and <laughs> so, Lord, bless the giving. In Jesus' name, amen. There's the offering teaching for the day. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going to pray while you do that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that your word says where two or more are gathered together in your name, you are in the midst. I thank you, Lord, that... Lord, you're worshipping with us and you're worshipping through us. I thank you for international sounds. I thank you for heaven and earth converging. I thank you for the earth crying out and, and converging with heavenly dimensions. I thank you, Lord, that, that 600 years before Christ, the seraphim declared, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for heaven and earth converging. We thank you that you've placed us here. In Jesus' name, bless this word and help me. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. Well, uh, we, had, we haven't travelled for a while because we just haven't. And then we thought we'd uh, show the kids Europe. <clears throat> and uh, people go, how'd your holiday go? It actually was more like the amazing race. Okay. And, and we, if there was any sort of sitting around and reflecting, that was just a pipe dream because there was not a day we weren't on the go and on the run. And we just, yeah. It was just incredible. And people, some people have said, what was your favourite um, part of your four weeks? And I would say, not necessarily a place per se, but wherever I could connect with the Lord. And it's like, you know, you go to, I mean, look, Italy is amazing, but I'm a little bit basilicate out. All right, anyone's been to Italy? It's like, wow, this is amazing. It's another amazing basilica. Oh, mate, look at that art again. Anyway, <clears throat> and so, but there were times, I had a lot of encounters. I want to talk a little bit about that this morning. Um, <laughs> oh, Holy Ghost. And, <clears throat> and so it's where I was able to connect with the Lord. And you don't go somewhere necessarily. God's omnipresent in case you haven't been to Bible college. Um, but, but there, is, there, are, there is connections where there's, a, there's historical records in the Spirit where God has moved and He probably left a few angels there. And they're called thin places. And uh, um, we had the privilege of, of checking a few of these out. But um, I want to talk a little bit about that. But, but just, it was an amazing, amazing time. So it was more like the amazing race. It's, this is an interesting statement and you can look into it however you want. But when we went to the Hebrides, and I'll talk about that later, um, <clears throat> um, Marion said to us, it's really strange, you're in late spring and usually we have clear skies and it's quite warm. It's like for two years we haven't like even had a season like summer. And then we were in Italy and we were, we, we were in Airbnb and a woman said, you said, this is really unseasonal weather, it's really overcast. Um, usually it'd be quite warm and sunny, so it's like we haven't had summer for two years. And it's really interesting, it wasn't till maybe the last week and a bit, we actually had clear skies and you go, oh, I feel like I'm on 
holiday, you'd be shocked how much the sun and vitamin D has an impact on your state of mind. You would be shocked, okay? And so I'll leave it at that. You can actually join whatever dots you want, but it's, it's happening everywhere. Uh, <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, and it was quite weird. You know, even in, even in France, you know, it's still like uh, 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 light at 10, 10.30 at night. <laughs> It's very, very strange. And you come back here and it's like every like fat cat goes to bed at three in the afternoon. So for those who don't know, don't worry. Anyway, so, um, okay. So one of the things that um, on this trip, there was a, I had a lot of supernatural confirmations. A number of years ago, um, I was, when I was driving, I don't know, down St. Bernard's Road, the Lord said to me, cartography, and I'm like, that's maps, isn't it? And I hadn't really considered it. And, I'd, and, and most of my life, I'd been, I'm one of those people that can stare at a map and get lost in the map. Who's like that? You look at a map, you get lost in it. And I'm like, so I'm like, what is your problem? I don't know. I, I love maps, it's weird. So I didn't know that my father and his father were cartographers in the English Navy. So I didn't know that. And then in this conversation, um, cutting it to the chase basically, is the Lord says, I want to show you how to map other dimensions. And so a big part of our DNA here, especially with the interns, the internship is mapping. And, and, and historically you hear about people mapping demons and principalities and powers. Um, and it's like, you know, you can only do so much proctology work on a dragon. There's only so much you can do, okay? And so basically is that the Lord wants us to be able to like, see, we, we, it says line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, do not despise a day of small things. And God will give us often breadcrumb trails. And He wants us, He says, if you're faithful in little, you're faithful in much. So a lot of people want the big, wow, the encounter, and God wants to give you the big encounter, but you probably couldn't steward it. So He tests you with, with breadcrumb trails to see if you can handle the big stuff. So that's a big part of our spiritual culture here. And so I know I sent, try to send three images. The first and the third's fine, don't worry. Um, but in a second, if you can get that, that first image ready. But so we went to, uh, we did a lot of things on the fly. And um, we went to, um, uh, one day we went to the Vatican because that's what you do. And uh, we saw that, who's, who's, who's seen, the, been, uh, seen the Sistine Chapel? A number of you. And they're like, you can't take photos and you've got to be quiet. And then you go in there and it's like sardines and everyone's talking and taking photos, you know. Um, and it's almost like shoplifting, to be honest, if they're saying don't do it and people are like, yeah, like this and, and chatting away. It is, it's, it's, it's completely disrespectful. And it's like, uh, and we were quite horrified, to be honest. But it was, it was, it was stunning, you know, Michelangelo, Michelangelo knew what he was doing, okay. Sort of like God's reaching out to Adam and Adam's been like, mm, you know. And so it's quite accurate. Um, <clears throat> however, and, and, and you can see the, you can, well, you've almost got to do the limbo to see the whole thing, don't you? And you can see right down to the story of Noah and, 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 and what have you. But what blew my mind is we went into this next room uh, just before the, the, the Sistine Chapel and it made such an impact. It was my, one of the most spectacular room I've ever been in. And do we have that image? If you can put that image up, if you have that. I know that looks completely weird. That's a, that's the, a lit ceiling and those are walls on the side, right? And on the side walls are maps. 
It's called the Map Museum. And then you have, that's a, that's a panoramic shot where I've sort of done the limbo again, right? And what you have on either side is the, is the region or the map of that area. And on the ceiling is the saint and the miracles they perform connected to that map or region. And I'm just blown away. I'm just thinking, this is incredible. And so the guide then said, and I had to write this down as a quote, she said, if you can map, you can know territories. If you know territories, you can control them. And this is actually part of a heavenly mandate is it's not just a field of dreams thing. This is actually the body of Christ. Because what's happened is that, oh gosh, you know me, I just get white line fever and I just have to go there is that I understand that there's a level of um, cultural decay happening all around the world, in Europe, especially the Western world. And there, there was a period called the Renaissance and you're seeing these stunning buildings. I mean, whenever I, I, I had opportunity to seek the Lord in these amazing basilicas um, and the presence of God's strong in there. But what you got is, I just, I just wanna say this, there's more. There's a, there, there is way more than you're experiencing. And God, He wants us to reach forward into Him and it starts by data points and coordinates. That's why mapping is such a big deal. And so you have, and again, look, I'm gonna put in a disclaimer. If you're offended by this, then you must leave, no. Um, no, no, but, but, but so, so what you have is the Catholic Church, there's a lot of people in the Catholic Church who's made a connection with Jesus. Mary is not the Saviour. The saints are not the Saviour. Jesus is the one and only Saviour. Can someone say Amen? amen. There's a lot of good, good Catholic people who've made a connection with Jesus and their names in the Lamb's Book of Life. However, we know about the indulgences and the Spanish Inquisition and all sorts of terrible things. The Popes used to be the King of the, uh, the, king of the world, basically. Okay, now you've got the Vatican State. You've got this incredible art and renaissance and cultural expression. Then Martin Luther comes along and he incredible is that the just shall live by faith. You are saved by grace through faith. And that's incredibly liberating, incredibly liberating. And then what's, you, then what's taken place since then is obviously we have Pentecost. We have, well, people got a hold of Pentecost and you've got the infilling of the Spirit. That's the most incredible gift you could ever have is the, is the Spirit of God. Can someone say Amen but we're not doing much with Him. And do you know what is this? Is, you got, is that heaven needs to manifest on the earth and Protestants have become some of the most boring human beings on the planet. We've cleared house and replaced it with nothing. We haven't taken government. We're not in the arts. We haven't controlled the media. We are just building churches and controlling lives. And we need our own reformation and our own renaissance because we've become a, a, a car park full of beige Corollas. And I'll tell you what, there's this incredible, infinite, omnipresent, omniscient, loving, kind, creative creator, Father God. And, it's, and, and His presence and manifestation on the earth, earth has been limited by His ecclesia. And so this is what we need to rediscover is the, the infinite realms of God to manifest while we have this physical body and we can unite two dimensions. This is what we have to do. And so I, I, I didn't plan to say any of that, but that was just, you know, just 
part of my <laughs> uh, uh, um, Holy Ghost outbursts. But, but something about, about mapping, about laying a hold of it, because you get people, even with your prophetic destiny or your book or your scroll or whatever, we can just passively go, where is it like this? The Lord says, be faithful in stewarding tiny data points. It's a big deal. And one little bit of information can change history. So, so you have this incredible, this map museum. And I was just like, the Lord's saying, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm leading you guys seriously. Okay. And so the other thing that made an impact, because there's many more things, and I'm not here to give you a bit of a rundown on, on our four weeks uh, in Europe. But the thing that, one of the things that really, really moved me uh, and I encountered the Lord there was actually in the war rooms, in the, uh, the Churchill war rooms in London. And that's, it, was, it actually was underground. Now it wasn't so far underground that they weren't impervious or in, uh, 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 protected from bombs even. And they pretty much lived down there most of the time. And what happened is that we went in there, I knew nothing about it, right? Now I had, <laughs> I, I, I've got this, like, this terrible affliction. Many, many men have, many fathers have, and people go, where's he going? Um, and the room went really quiet. I have this terrible affliction where I tend to get the whole family to sit around, or even especially with my kids, to watch a movie. And then maybe not long after the, 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 the intro, there's a snoring sound coming from my direction. <laughs> who, who loves sleeping through, good sleep through a movie? Who loves it? Isn't that just the nicest thing? It's even better than a sleep-in, isn't it? So I reckon I tried to watch a few times a movie called The Darkest Hour. And I didn't get round to watching it. I remember seeing the beginning bit, it's a bit of deja vu, you know. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I remember the beginning and nothing else. So, so I went into the war rooms and what I didn't know, they, and they, they said through, I don't know, they have these uh, audio uh, um, deals as you walk through. And the highest level, can you put the next, the highest level in these war rooms, can you put in the, the picture three if you can, is the map room. It was the highest level, you need the highest level clearance to go in there. And there's something about receiving something from the Lord and stewarding it. You know, you got the Enigma code, you got, you got so many things, tiny data points that you would steward faithfully and then what would happen, then you connect that to more. But we are in such a hyper-consumer generation that if we don't get the whole thing now, we, we just lose hearts so easily. P-hearts, not brave hearts. And what happens is that we could come before the Lord and we, when we delight in Him, He, says you, he said He will enlarge our heart. So, we, so, so this was something that blew my mind. And I must, I must admit, and I, uh, is it on this trip, I pray, it says in, 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 in John chapter three, unless you are born again, you will not see the kingdom of heaven. And we always extrapolate that to salvation. It's way deeper than that. It's way deeper than that. We're on this earth, in this physical body for a short season. And most believers have no desire to see the kingdom of heaven. They just wanna be blessed, okay? Because seeing the kingdom of heaven is gonna cost them something. And what, what you have is that the greatest thing you could ever do is walk in the spirit. And when you walk in the spirit, you start to see the kingdom. When I went to the Hebrides, when we were going across on the ferry, uh, Belinda got some stuff and others got some stuff and my wife just tapped into something that she hasn't tapped into for decades. It was just incredible. But I could see this vertical dimension above the island as we're going. And usually, usually it's really rough seas. And when we went across, the, uh, 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 um, uh, the people, well, the person greeting us over there, they'd prayed. 
for it to be calm. It was like a mill pond, okay? And, and, and Daryl went up to the, the, the people running the ferry, said, is, it all, is this usually like this? He goes, no, hardly ever. They said last week, one day we broke, uh, it was 700 plates. It was so busy. So God welcomed us there. And I, I've never seen such a, a, a vertical dimension in the Spirit. I was like, my goodness. You know, I wanna say this. I'm gonna talk about the Kingdom of Heaven this morning. I'll make it briefer than I planned to originally, right? But the earth, I want you to see it like this, and this is gonna fall short. The earth is like a speck of sand, a grain of sand compared to the Milky Way, which is the Kingdom. And we get so enamoured with the speck, with the grain of sand, okay? And the Kingdom is so insanely massive and superior and, and we, get, we get caught up in idols, we get caught up in fear. We, get, we, we actually disappear up our own backside half the time. Okay, that's called a circular argument if I've ever heard one. And so, so what you have is that this we're called to magnify the Lord. We're called to behold Him, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. See, there's so much is that we have through Protestantism become a bunch of protesters. We're sort of oh, this and this. I understand that if someone creates something, there's always a little bit of danger of a tiny bit of idolatry, but we create nothing. And we've got to do better than just starting churches and just getting people saved because well, the planet's going to be destructed at any moment and we just is our escape strategy. That's not God's plan in Jesus' name. This is not God's plan. His plan is for us to pray. They, they, they wanted to know, they made a, they made a connection When they saw Jesus do the miraculous, they they didn't say, Jesus, teach us how to teach. Show us how to administrate. They said, show us how to pray. And Jesus said, I want you to pray this way. And if we can put that first scripture up, please. In Matthew. uh, And when you pray, don't use vain repetitions as the heathen do. If you start squeezing in the whole Trinity in the first 10 seconds, Father, Daddy, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, Father, Daddy, Jesus, Father, Dad, you know, great, okay? But that's not gonna, all of a sudden the Lord's going, oh, what, 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 uh, you know. So this, Jesus is spelling it out, spelling it out. For they think they will be heard for their many words, all right? So, and we, uh, um, yep, keep going. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this way, pray, our Father in heaven, I worship you, I thank you, I bless you, I love you. Hallowed be your name. Here we go, straight away. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what Jesus teaches His ecclesia or His body to pray. And yet they choose mostly to be consumed with needs. Not knowing that when you are consumed with your needs, you put, you magnify the need, you put yourself under and then you get, you can't deliver it. Whereas when you actually, actually seek the kingdom, you'll find that in that place is everything you need and the ability to receive. Say amen if you believe that God does not have a giving problem. Amen, Amen. He he doesn't. So we've got to learn what it is to posture ourselves in that place where we can receive. He does not have a giving problem. So... So when we, we, you've got our fathers in heaven, hallowed be your name, let your kingdom come, let your will be done. This is the highest priority. This is the highest priority. And it's not a quid pro quo. And it's not sort of like, you know, if you put my priorities first and I'll bless you. No, 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 no. We, we couldn't receive a financial blessing of five cents unless we fully understand where we already are in the kingdom. 
And this is what this is. This is it affects time. It affects space. It affects so many things. And so the kingdom is massive. It is massive. I believe this is this is what I personally believe, and I can show through scripture. But I've had a ton of encounters, right? Heavenly encounters. I believe. I believe heaven is heaven a dimension, or is heaven a place? Why put in the word or? Is heaven a, a, a dimension? Or is heaven a place? The answer is yes. I believe, see, see, see Jesus says, kingdom of heaven does not come with, or kingdom of God does not come with observation, behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So we're thinking it's out there and it's coming here. No, what's happened is that we were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before Him in love. And then what happens, you say yes to Jesus and the kingdom starts to live on the inside of you. And then you realise that, 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 that the indoor is the through door. And that Jesus is the door, not just to the sheepfold, but infinite dimensions of glory. So I believe that the kingdom of heaven is superimposed. The Milky Way per se is superimposed over the grain of sand, dimensionally, incrementally over the earth. It's that close. So Jesus, if I cast out, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. When it says the kingdom of God is at hand, it doesn't mean 2000 years. It means it's here. And this is what's exciting because when we start to engage by faith, things start to change because God wants us moving. I mean, Madagascar did, did, did get something right. We have to move it, move it. <laughs> we have to. Because when we start to act like heaven's real and the gospel is true, God, we start to synchronise. You know, in that worship, so uh, Rachel's gonna be sharing next Sunday, it's gonna be an awesome word. But something, something about the international sounds, something, something started coming out I haven't heard here before. It was, it was very international. It's like, it was like sort of every tribe, every tongue type deal. And I have a little bit of, uh, uh, bit of a bit of a kilty Scottish vibe in parts. But there's something, something happening. But when you, see, when, you, when you encounter the Lord, when you engage Him by faith, you realise, it, it says in Jeremiah, do not I not feel heaven and earth? Am I God that's not near? And then we start to realise that most of the constructs in this world are lies. And a lie believed is a lie manifested. That's what the whole thing's about. There's so many lies. It's got to get it's 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 got to get you a little bit angry, you know. Even if even if you are semi comatose state, you got to go. Why are these drag queen story hours not done in retirement villages? It's called grooming. Really, <laughs> I'm being so good. Um, and and oh, there, there is so much taking place, but I want you to, I want you to, 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 to be confident and lay hold of the kingdom of God is so superior to darkness. It's not, even, it's not even a fair fight. We have to magnify it. However, is that this is the thing that the Lord highlighted is that we need the wisdom of God to, uh, to make proper distinctions in the right season. And I'll tell you why why this is so important, is that you've got a lot of people and they go, I just want peace, I want a peaceful life. 
If you don't understand, if there's darkness and light comes in, there will be conflict. People don't want conflict. People who don't want conflict are called cowards. Okay, just read your Bible. God has a lot to say about cowards. So when light comes in, see if, if the light doesn't shine, then the groomers will win. Yeah, if that doesn't, if that doesn't, if that doesn't uh, 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 light your fire, then your wood is wet, okay? So we have this situation, situation where, where people want, want the peace of God, but want no conflict. I'll tell you what right now, is that why would I travel across the world and end up being encountering the angel of the Lord in the, in the, in the war rooms of Churchill? It's because most of the church do not want to engage in conflict. Christians are hiding in churches. Can someone say amen? Meanwhile, darkness is, is, is completely overtaking rank and file people. And we've got to be like John Wesley. He says, the world is our parish. We've got to see how, how are your unsaved friends? How are your unsaved relatives? And so we've got to reorientate ourselves around the kingdom because I tell you what, right now, I, like I said, just going through Europe, I'm just, I'm just blown away with the, with the absolute verbal diarrhea that has been peddled through government and through media to the youth. And you know what? We, got, we think we're just, there's gonna be some bailout package. God never breaks His own word and He never violates His own spiritual laws. Is that spiritual laws get us into a pickle and spiritual laws will see a, spirit, a, a, a speedy delivery if we lay a hold of it in Jesus' Name. It's, 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 it's no, it, we, we've got to walk in faith and not magical thinking. Can someone say Amen? Because we go, we like, 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 we think that dum, da dum, da dum, da dum, boom, like this. It doesn't work like that. It says, uh, uh, from faith to faith, glory to glory, faith to faith, glory to glory, faith to faith, glory to glory. Not this magic. I'm just going to go somewhere, get an impartation. There's an instant breakthrough. My life's changed. That you will revert back to what you have or haven't done in the secret place regarding renewing of the mind. So, so you, you've got all this crazy stuff happening, and we've got to make sure that we do not get smothered by Coma Island. It's, 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 it's you, you, the rubbish that you hear. We're going to change the constitution, but we're really not going to tell you what it's about. How can you not be outraged with that? You've got to be in a coma. So, so, so the fact is this, is that if we could put this scripture from Isaiah up, please. This is, a, this is, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Yep. Of the increase of His government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over His kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So what you have is people just want peace, but when you've got darkness and light to invade, you have conflict. In other words, you have to contend for peace. And a lot of people go, I just want, I don't want, you know, we're just, oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna use our spirituality to disassociate into the ether and it'll just work out. No, 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 no. So let's talk about revival, outpouring and awakening. Those things are amazing. And I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But I just, I, I, I heard this. This is last year, the Lord said, awakening, revival and outpouring is merely heaven's room temperature. And once you hit room temperature, how are we gonna steward it? You're just gonna go revival, revival, revival. And then just all of a sudden we fall into the Protestant trap of not changing the world. 
we've, we, we have an invaded culture, change culture, history to be changed. The, crea- the, the, the first person who was an, uh, recorded as anointed in the Bible was the guy who basically, uh, under Moses' instruction, was, the, was a creative who designed the tabernacle and all the furnishings and all the clothes. He was anointed with wisdom and creativity. That's a form of warfare. Okay, But when we become uber Protestants, we just start sounding like each other and looking like each other. Because what's happened, we've refused to press into the kingdom and receive a data point and steward it from faith to faith, glory to glory. Because there aren't people walking the streets going, I wanna be like those guys. This is why we need a move of God. Can someone say Amen? Because, because we've cleaned house and got rid of all the ridiculous Catholic excesses and heresy. And then we've replaced it with almost nothing. And this is why we need to engage with the Lord in the Holy Ghost, in the tabernacle of David. It said that I would, I would be able to gaze upon the Lord to see His beauty. And I'm like, I'm not saying God's in the artwork I saw in Europe, but I'll tell you what right now, there's barely any art that doesn't have Jesus in it. It is amazing and, you, and it causes people to think and I know that it can become a trap in some ways, but I'll tell you what right now, God wants every part of our life to reflect another dimension called heaven and bring Him glory. And people might not see the Lord, but they see you and they wanna see you shine. And it just doesn't mean sort of like sackcloth and ashes, but just with a, with a really cheerful countenance is that, is that people wanna know how, how you're so blessed, how you, you're the head and not the tail. Can someone say Amen. And this is, you must be born again to see the kingdom of heaven, but it goes from faith to faith, glory to glory. So the wisdom of God says this, we are in a season of darkness and we actually have to get off our blessed assurance, get our A into G. I didn't say A-O-G. And so basically, (laughs) we've got it, seriously, there's a war going on. There is a war going on. And if you don't care because you're all right, Jack, that's fine. But you've got a generation being groomed. And if that doesn't wake you up, especially if you're a parent, and God's doing amazing things. But I'll tell you what right now is that when I watched that darkest hour, eventually I watched the whole thing on the plane, you know, because you can't sleep on planes. Anyway, and, and he, I think he got called into office in May. Because Chamberlain comes off the plane with a piece of paper, he just met with Adolf Hitler, because you know, Adolf Hitler's a stand-up sort of guy. And a peace in our lifetime, yeah, like they're so naive. In church, you could see the storm clouds. If you can't see the storm clouds at the moment, you're dead. I'm serious. You're like, la, 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 seriously. Am I, am I not being strong enough this morning, sorry? Because there is a war going on and we actually, we, we actually, God is, there is a special Davidic anointing in this season. It's a combination of the prophetic. It's a combination of dance and worship and praise. And it's a combination of government and warfare. This is what we're actually in. Okay, that whole just sort of like soaking and just I'll receive. It's, it's too passive, it's too static. You know, I'll tell you what, I drove the length of the UK on the left side of the road as a right side of the driver, yay! And I drove most of the length of Italy on the left side of the car on the right side of the road, yeah. And, and I just, I don't know how we're still here, darling. I just don't get it. <laughs> but people stay in a lane and then they only change to overtake. And you come back to Australia and you see people just like, in the right, like, like, like seriously, we're Coma Island. 
We have to be delivered from that in Jesus' Name. We have to be delivered from that in Jesus' Name. That is not the Kingdom. That is, a, that is a, a generation that's never seen conflict and thinks everything will be the same. It's not. There is a government that is lying and they are, they are crashing a system to make a generation dependent on the government to see the government as God. It's called communism. It's trying to make people just sort of like depend on handouts, destroying agriculture. I just thought John Kerry, who was who tried to run for president once, and he's just saying that the biggest danger for you know emissions and whatnot, all the usual rubbish, is is, is farming. And like we're talking like if we don't wake up, you will be eating the bugs. So the, the 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 point is, is the kingdom of heaven manifesting looks like something. So I'm not saying we have to have this white knuckle spirit of combat all the time like a bunch of psychos. What I am saying is this, is that we need to know what it is to love the Lord, worship the Lord, encounter the Lord so we're in the Lord, so we're, we're, we're connecting with the Prince of Peace and everything we're doing is from peace and from rest. You can't do it in your own strength in the spirit of battle. Can you put the next uh, Scripture up please? I think it's uh, John. These things I've spoken to you that, you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. So most people go, I wanna get out of my problems. And the Lord said, you ain't gonna get out of them. Those problems there are training you to make you great. But in me, you have peace. You can See, the earth is so tiny and heaven is so massive. I don't think, we've, I don't think we understand the ratio because we magnify the wrong things. This is why we get this incredible opportunity to walk by faith and not by sight. Because we get to magnify the Lord who's worthy to be praised. So He said, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. All right, what's the next Scripture? Let's put this one up. This, I like this one. I have given them your word and the, uh, the world has hated them because they're not of the world. Okay, the word there is cosmos. Very interesting that we'll do some more, go more into the whole realm of time. But you'll see this uh, saying again and again and again, all through scripture, before the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the cosmos. Cosmos is the orderly arrangement of things. It's the earth, it's the animals, it's the people. You know, God's, God's into the earth, He's into animals. He's into trees, okay. Into, most importantly, he's into people because he's what is man that you've made him, you've created him to be over, over, uh, overlook the, uh, have dominion over the works of your fingers and you crown him with glory and honour. So, so what you have is that I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Yep. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world. These are the... the, the, the this, you can't see it, but these words are in red when you read them in the Bible. <laughs> and that means God is saying it, all right? I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. So it says in Psalm 119, your enemies were ever before you. And it says in Psalm 23, that God prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. So here we are trying to get away from enemies and get away from tribulation, which is just pressure, it's pressure. Okay, so it's mega flipsis, it's just, it's, it's great tri tribulation. So what we have is we've got this kingdom of heaven on the inside of us and it's a dimension and a place that overlays the earth and we just, we access it by faith in the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's why lazy people will never get breakthrough. Sorry, you could have come out of horrific sin. If you're diligent, you've, you're gonna win. You're gonna manifest it. But if, you've, if you think, oh, no, I really tried this, it didn't work. You know what, if you're walking through hell, keep walking. 
You know, I'm walking here, I'm walking here. You know, like it's just, you, 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 you eventually, you, the power of persistence. It talks about perseverance all through Scripture. So there's just so many, so many things going on. But I'll tell you what right now. Here we go. I'm just jumping right to the, uh, here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The kingdom invasion can happen subtly, but when it's done properly, what happens? This is so cool. This is why I want you to get this picture because this is what happened at the Hebrides and I want to talk about the Hebrides now. Is that don't despise a day of small things. You know, without realising it, you guys are surrounded by angels and you just see one or two and you change your life, but they're around you. You should be dead. Serious. You should be dead. After driving in Italy, <laughs> did you know... I'm not kidding. <laughs> My wife's navigating and I'm driving. And she got an international license but never told me she had no intention of driving in Italy. <laughs> so she's doing the GPS stuff. And you go, what are roads in Italy like? Well, just imagine you've cooked some pasta, it's al dente, you throw it up in the air and it hits the ground and they're your roads. Okay? And it's sort of like, okay, if you miss this turn off, you've got to do this. And that just got you from George Street to the parade. <laughs> like, it's that hectic. <clears throat> Did you know we're going to the airport to drop off the rental, the car rental? <laughs> Huge freeway. <laughs> and the car stops in the middle of the freeway, opens the door to let a guy out. Oh, no, 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 no. Door opens, the walking stick comes in, fully blind. Drops a blind guy in the middle of a freeway. Obviously, he'd just signed off on the will. <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> and we go to this place called Portofino and the roads, and it's sort of like you've got cliff here, and the, 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 it would just come out like that. Then you've got the, the sea, and it wasn't like the, those crazy roads in Bolivia or Pakistan or anything like that. But. <laughs> I'm coming now and I'm just like, and, and it's a modern cars have got sensors and we turn it around, we go around this corner and there is the biggest tourist bus you've ever seen. And it's like, anyway, next thing I know is that they stop and I have to get, a, they reverse, I reverse, cars are reversing, like run away, run away, get out the way like this. And I'm going through it and I was, I'm saying both sides, how much room do I have on that side, Rachel? Oh, just about that much. Um, what about on this side? <coughs> And the whole length of that car, the, all the senses are going ee, 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 like this. Probably that time the kids chose to have a fight. Anyway, in the back seat, you know how, you know how it is when travelling family. Anyway, and they, well, you're in transition, they want to ask you a question. You know, sort of, so what do you think of that? Shut up, we're driving. Okay. And so, holy. Anyway, you, <laughs> you only do that on the way to church. Anyway, oh my gosh, it was just it, so crazy. So crazy. <laughs> and so, yes, the, the, the Lord has spared us and we're here. But I tell, you, <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what right now is that when heaven invades earth, it can happen subtly, but when it's done correctly, this is what, this is what happens. Heaven is so superior. We've got these things, in, you've got these things we, we, uh, um, in physics and quantum physics and theoretical physics and, uh, uh, called black holes. Right? You've got darkness, you've got dark realms, you've got event horizons, all sorts of weird stuff. 
but heaven is so superior, what it does is heaven swallows up darkness. Heaven swallows it up. Light consumes the darkness. The darkness can't handle it. It actually says, and don't put this up, I'm just gonna quote it, 1 Corinthians 15, 54. So when it says, death is swallowed up in victory. Death is swallowed up. So you don't have to think that all of a sudden heaven's like trying to push a door down and and the darkness is holding it back. No, 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 it's not even close. We're the ones that need to yield. It's easy for God, everything's easy for God. He wants yielded vessels. But but, but what, what took place, what's incredible, is with, with the Hebrides, we were going across there. Uh, sorry, firstly, I wanna talk quickly about Assisi, is that for, for those who don't know, um, I would say he probably, St. Francis of Assisi inspired probably Dr. Doolittle's story. Um, and so this is a guy, he just, it was, he, according to, according to records, this guy would transport in the spirit from country to country. He would, he would, he would, Commune with animals, he could control weather. The Pope, I can't remember the name of the Pope at the time, they had weird names, maybe Pope Pius. You know, what a name, you know, it's like, it's, it's like me changing my na- last name from Weatherly to Great, you know? Uh, sort of like, <laughs> narcissism much. Pope Pius the 12th. Anyway, so what happened is the Pope had a, had a vivid dream that the, these, Fran- these, these uh, uh, Franciscan monks Basically, we're saving the church. And then basically the next day, St. Francis of Assisi, and the Pope ruled the world, right? Which one? Pope, this is better than pious, Pope Innocent. Okay. (laughs) He he came up with that just before the inquiry. Anyway, so basically, (laughs) is that... (laughs) What? And so... (laughs) So I saw Pope Innocent. <laughs> and uh, he got a word of knowledge, no. And I, <laughs> and, <laughs> and this, he changed history. St. Francis of Assisi changed history. So we went to Assisi and we went in there and it's like, we'd done a lot of traveling and I had been trying to survive on these Italian roads. And we just, you know, you got school children coming through and it's been hectically, hectically uh, monetized. We're talking full spirit of mammon everywhere, restaurants and, you know, <laughs> you name it is there. And we went in there and there's such a realm still in that basilica. I just sat, the pew just sat there and I'm just worshipping the Lord. And I literally felt like my battery got filled up. Like there's such a presence of the Lord in there. I'm not connecting in the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to Jesus and the Holy Ghost. And we, 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 were, we got an Airbnb just at the bottom of the hill and you can feel the presence of God all through that whole region. See, the earth has a memory or maybe he's left some angels or maybe the, a, 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 a tear still in the supernatural fabric. I don't know. But Hebrides is what I wanna finish with. So we go across there and uh, uh, Belinda had an encounter, Rachel had an encounter. Uh, probably Daryl was drinking Guinness. I can't remember. Anyway, so... <laughs> We, we're like, uh, <laughs> uh, or spilling it, um, but I can't, I can't remember. The, no, no, <laughs> it's okay, it's only 4%. And so, uh, so we're going across, we're going across, we're going, I can't remember, like maybe did have an encounter, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> pause and meditate. So, so, going across and I could feel this incredible vertical realm 
over the whole. It's like my, my eyes and my heart could see the manifestation of the kingdom. I'm going, my goodness, this is crazy. Mill Pond, we get there. And this is very, very important. Rachel's gonna talk more about this next week. But wherever you go, if you wanna see God move, you've actually got to find the house of peace of the man of peace. That's how you do it. The house of peace of the man of peace. By the grace of God, God connected us to the man of peace and the house of peace. Okay? Otherwise, you're just a tourist. Okay? Uh, you don't have Metron there. You, you could have it supernaturally through dreams and visions, but generally speaking, you need to connect with someone who lives there and we had that opportunity. And I remember we were about to sit down and, uh, uh, and meet and I was in this weird, we're in a weird hotel with a weird conference room and with a weird pool table and uh, uh, very everything was weird. And I remember we're about to, me and Daryl about to have this meeting with, with a man of peace. And all, <laughs> all of a sudden, I just thought, I thought, I got, I got, you know, I got 40 minutes to pray. Um, I, I've had no personal space and, you know, by the grace of God, I had what I had. But I'll tell you what, I just started to lean in. Instantly, the glory of God started to manifest. He, I, I'm going, here I am in the Hebrides. I have dreamt about it. I've had encounters about it. We've talked about it. Intercessors have prayed for the Hebrides. The Hebrides holds a supernatural key for Adelaide. And next thing I know, I'm in the Hebrides. And I start praying. I, I, didn't, I hardly engage and it felt like heaven fell in the room. It is a, what they call a thin place. And I'm just going, this is blowing my mind. This is blowing my mind. And why did I experience that? Because God sent us there because He wants it here. Can someone say amen? Awake! Can someone say amen? Because I'll tell you what right now is that we went to the, we went to, who knows a little bit about the Hebrides outpouring? We went to Barvis. That's where these two old ladies lived and they prayed in that outpouring. There used to be lights. They're, they're, one of the things I didn't, did you know, and there's a picture of it, we didn't get the picture, but can we get the picture? And they're like, what picture? Is that multiple people across this field saw this giant supernatural boat. What was it? Well, full on. Yeah, 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 it was you and I went to that. Yeah, so saw a giant boat going through, multiple people, someone even took a photo of it, right? And they could see like, like crazy stuff. There would be lights in the sky, obviously clearly angels, and they'd be everywhere like this, and then they'd gather over church and then they knew it was time to have church. The heaven so violently fell in that place that people woke up out of deep sleep in the middle of the night and felt they were about to meet their maker. They were in terror of hell and judgment. And so hundreds of people, maybe up to 600 people, didn't know what to do. They felt so convicted of sin that in the middle of the night, they went to the police station. And there on, the, on their face, on the road, outside the police station, shaking under the glory. My friends, that is outpouring. That is outpouring. That's because first, the saints poured out themselves. And this is what we need to learn this year. We're talking about Reese Howes, intercession, Melchizedek, priesthood, how to birth all these things. But I'm telling you right now, I was shocked how open we went from place to place to place. And then the impartation, this is, this is crazy. This is what God has marked you with. You know, I wanna, as I was meditating on this, and I'll close in a second, right? Because I wanna pray of you guys. But I was meditating on this. 
And the Lord just jumped in there with the, with the, with the blessing from Aaron. You know, they had outpouring. You go, but the, I didn't, I only happened on Pentecost. You know what? Let's, let's read this scripture, right? Let's read this scripture. Out, outpouring has a lot to do with the presence of God. Can someone say amen? Numbers chapter six, verses 23 to 27. Speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. Did you know they didn't use the word like we understand the word for presence. The word they use for presence is face. And Moses said, Lord, we won't go unless your face goes with us. God's face shining is outpouring. And so what God wants to do, not only to pour His Spirit out in Maylands, how He wants to do it, and pour His Spirit out in Moonta, how He wants to do it, and beyond, is He wants people to continually engage Him on a priestly level so then they, like Aaron, can steward and administrate the supernatural blessing of outpouring revival and awakening. Because this is why He says, you will do it in this way. You will speak. Go back to uh, the, the Lord. Uh, go back to the, the last bit, please, if you can. The Lord bless you. We don't understand, but blessing is, is the life and favour of God coming from another dimension that manifests in the natural. It could look like finances, could look like health, could look like open door, could look like a lot of things. But I tell you what, when we just go, I'm gonna work really hard, you've missed it. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow. Jabez was onto something. Lord, all oh, that you would bless me enlarge my territory. He, he prayed more in line biblically than most saints today. So this is a big deal. The Lord bless you and keep you. I've been in outpourings and I came out blessed. And I didn't just, it wasn't, and I don't wanna undersell the presence. The presence is like, you probably desire the presence more than anything and you don't understand it, okay? But then it affects every part of your life. So the Lord bless you and keep you, yep. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Friends, this is what we need to lay a hold of and contend in Adelaide and beyond. As I tell you what, what God has in regards to pouring out His Spirit, He wants us to steward it as well. It's, it's, it's heaven's room temperature starts to manifest. And we, you, when heaven's room temperature manifests, you can't spend years talking about room temperature. You've got to do something with it, like create, bless people with money, heal the sick, win souls, disciple them, tell them to get involved in politics. Oh my gosh. I just... If you don't rule, you'll be ruled by an inferior. And here we are. So we need to... There's so much more. That's all I'm prepared to unpack at the moment. I'll tell you what right now. is I know that we're gonna have an ongoing mandate with Europe. Who feels a call to Europe? Seriously? I'll tell you what, needs a move of God. I can't believe how many people smoke and vape. It's everywhere. If you sit in a restaurant you've at least passively smoked half a packet by the time you have dessert, okay? I feel like sending my kids to get their lungs tested already, you know? It's just, it's just like, it's, just, it's that hectic. 
And you've got to be sort of like almost, you know, hey, gives a, you know, maybe you need a mask for that. But I'll tell you what right now is that God has such amazing things He wants to do. But here's the deal. Unless we make the kingdom of heaven and unless we make outpouring our highest priority, you don't have a bit of revival on the side. I'm into this, but we have a little bit of revival over here. It's, it happens when we can't handle living life under the jackboot of darkness. When we say that's enough, especially I'll tell you what this stuff with, there's an education forum coming up that's been organised. Education has gone down the toilet. That, 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 that it is an ideological cesspool. And unless the church rises up, you're gonna have kids being indoctrinated with demons. And this is happening very, very quickly. This is why we need to see God move. Stand to your feet. Can we put on some pads, please? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Isn't that incredible about the map room and the map museum? I believe in heaven, there will be a record of all the amazing things God uses you for. I believe there will be equivalent in heaven about where you lived and how you impacted the region. Because you can't make anything up. I was going, this is incredible. This is incredible. Everything you do under the Lord, nothing is in vain. Nothing is in vain. But I tell you what, right now, we're in a war. And rather than have a spirit of combat or battle, we need to lay a hold of the Prince of Peace. And not passively, I mean like, blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. But in the Holy Ghost, in Psalm 91, Holy Spirit, thank You. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. Thank You, Holy Spirit. I, the front half of that word actually involved warfare. Because a little, some just demons trying to just hassle people out. And I just had to call a, a spade a spade. Hallelujah. I know you get it. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. Spirit of God. Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of the Lord. The Ruach of the Lord. The Ruach of Jehovah. The Ruach of Yahweh. Spirit of God, we say yes. Spirit of the Lord, we say yes. I want you to come into agreement. Just lift your hands to heaven. Spirit of the Lord, we say yes. We say yes. We say yes. Keep pouring out your Spirit, Lord. We say yes. Keep pouring out your Spirit, Lord. We say yes. Keep pouring out your Spirit, Lord. We say yes. Lord, keep pouring out your Spirit. Keep pouring out your Spirit. Keep pouring out your Spirit. Keep pouring out your Spirit, Lord. We thank You for the blood of Jesus. Keep pouring out your Spirit, Lord. Thank You, God, that You have sent us here and You already have a solution. So Lord, we thank You. You never send us where there's no solution. And we thank You that the solution is in the Holy Spirit, in the Name of Jesus. We thank You, Spirit of the Lord. We thank You, Spirit of God. 
We thank You, Spirit of God. We thank You for Your presence. The week before, oh, the, the, the night before I left to go on holidays, I laid hands on everybody and we're not gonna do that today. But I'll tell you what right now, I just had to bring a level of vumma, to bring a level of realignment. Because I tell you what, unless we have that vumma, Australians drift, they drift. And I tell you what right now, this is, I'll tell you what's so crazy is that I was chatting with Dan Hagen and um, something that really impacted us both was the movie, The Finger of God. Who remembers The Finger of God? Did you know that I set my sails, that inspired me and we had nearly every guest speaker on that uh, um, doco in Field of Dreams. Nearly everyone from Joshua Mills all the way through, okay? There's something that you look and lean into, you manifest. And one day we're talking about Hebrides and Hebrides and we've already been. And, and Rachel's gonna talk more about that next week and we're gonna make some announcements, etc. right? We've been there. Guess what? We start talking about it. We start leaning into it and you got outpouring friends. You got outpouring. And that's how you lay a hold of it. Who's excited? Come on, this is real. This is very real. But it's gotta look like something. People, we actually have to get delivered from bland Protestantism into mature manifest sons of God. And mature manifest sons of God change the world. They don't build little fellowships. I'm not against that, but we've got to transcend just assemblies and change the world in Jesus' Name. Grab your communion. We went a bit over time because the worship was so awesome. Holy Ghost. So we got in Friday night and I fly out tomorrow morning at about 4am. <laughs> so if you could pray for us, uh, going to the Amazon, only missing one Sunday. Um, I'll tell you what, very, very huge things are happening. We got confirmed uh, Javier and his brother Leonardo. And if you haven't met them, they're coming from Argentina. Who went on the team to Argentina? Okay, so I guarantee, I can almost guarantee if you want one, everyone, every single person in this church will receive a hug. <laughs> and if you pray hard, you might even get a hug with crying. You never know. This guy's a miracle worker, so their visa just got confirmed a couple of days ago. Okay, we're bringing them out, they're gonna bless them. Argentina is in the grip of communism. Alright, and so we, 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 I tell you what, we're going to be cross-pollinating with Argentina. Argentina it, it is a crazy country, but we've got to make disciples of the nations. Can someone say Amen? Make disciples of the nations. That means every different area. And so, I don't know, maybe after the end of the Amazon trip, the whole world will change and you go, how did you do that in the Amazon? I still don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going... Hallelujah. I'm gonna read that. I'm not saying we're under the old covenant, we're not because, because the history changed at Calvary and then Pentecost. And I'm just gonna say in Jesus' Name, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. And I thank You, Lord, that Your Name is written on our foreheads. And I thank You right now for the river of God. And I thank You for outpouring. And I thank You for healing, miracles, glory, provision and destiny. Bless this communion to our body in Jesus' Name. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> I know that was a fire hydrant message, but I haven't preached for a while. So I feel like a bit of a rookie. Holy Ghost. I do. <laughs> you know, I, a, a, a preacher I heard at Hillsong years ago, I think his name was A.R. Bernard. Who's heard of A.R. Bernard? He said, God was creative before He was redemptive. God wants us to rediscover creativity. Okay? And you, it could be creativity in finances. It could be creativity in miracles. Can you imagine if God raised you up powerfully? He says, I'm gonna heal every disease in front of you. The only condition is you're gonna to have to spit in everyone's face. <laughs> Would you back down? He's gonna give me the ear of kings. I'm gonna prophesy. And there you're standing before the Prime Minister of Australia. The Spirit of God comes on you and you go, uh-oh. <laughs> now that was a redemptive statement. God can do it. <laughs> I've got a special anointing in that area. <laughs> God can do it however He wants. <laughs> can you imagine if God said, I'm going to bring deliverance to multitudes, but you have to sing. And unfortunately, your voice sounds like a cat, a cat stuck in a fan belt. <laughs> and the glory falls. He's creative. He goes, I want you to dance on stage before God's people. And then what will happen is that money miracles will happen, but you've got two left feet. He's a creative God. <laughs> we have become false for Christ. I'm going to close in prayer and be released. <laughs> Jesus did it. <laughs> Span his eye. <laughs> Jesus is a... Son of David's gonna lay hands on me. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so the Lord's gonna say, "Sorry, I just had some dairy." land flowing with almond milk and honey. <coughs> oh, trying to close. <laughs> Who's believing for an appointment with the Prime Minister? All right. <laughs> Lord, I just thank You for Your presence. Thank You for Your goodness. Lord, we bless You and we just thank You for You instruct us to pray. Let Your kingdom come. Let Your will be done on earth as in heaven. We thank you. Jesus' name, amen. Have a good afternoon. Praise God.